0: Hello everyone, Antigua. You look beautiful as always. A uh, little slice of heaven on earth is Antigua. And to all of our leaders uh, that are listening now, uh, love you tremendously. And of course you in the room. Uh, we have this time every week. We want to make sure we keep pointing our hearts the right direction, uh, reminding ourselves of whose church this really is. Uh, This is God's church and uh, he's building it and we get to be a part of his story and on this glorious journey. And I'm just so thankful uh, that every one of us got picked to to play our small part. Uh, But we have this prayer time every week, okay? And I don't see us ever stopping, okay? Ever, just so you know. So this is not a waste of time for us. This is, uh, people wanna know why our church, I think, Is going the direction it's going. Uh, Yes, we got great people, and yes, uh, there's some other wonderful things that have happened, but I think at the end of the day, it comes down to our willingness to say, God, less of us, more of you. Uh, We are desperate for your presence. We need your power. If you don't breathe out, we don't breathe in. Uh, So this prayer time is strategic for us. So this hour of us being on our faces, we're going to keep on doing that, lifting up the needs of everyone uh, who's in our church, uh, lifting up what's going on now, but also what so needs to happen in the future. Uh, but we also want to remind ourselves of the great things that God is doing. So I think Catherine has a story. You're coming up first, Catherine. That's right. And then I'll share a leadership uh, talk. One of our interns here.
1: Oh, my gosh. It feels so weird being in front of all you guys. Um, so I have a story from Sunday. Um, on Sunday mornings, every morning, I wake up and I go to Cafe Brazil. It's my favorite place to go and drink coffee. And I drink like cups and cups and cups of coffee i stay there for a really long time um and i do that every sunday as well and i was there on sunday morning doing a little bit of quiet time and i was just extra tired and i mean just like over the top tired and you know i'm praying about it i'm trying to get a word and um the only thing that was sticking out to me was it is written to just say the word of God constantly over you wherever you are. So now it's time to get to church because I need to be here as as an intern at 745. So I get in my car and even in the car, I'm like, I have to keep praying about this. Like I'm not in a good place. I'm like tired. So I'm just praying and my voice was gone and that stresses me out because I lead a growth track table. So I'm worried about growth track and I'm not gonna be able to be talking and in the car, I just basically get to a point where I'm just so desperate. I'm like, Lord, none of this is about me. Yeah. None of this is about growth track, even though that's great. It's not about growth track. It's literally everything is about you today. Yeah. Yeah. So let me just not forget it's all about you. And I was like, Lord, the person you want me to talk to is going to be right in front of me today. Wow. And so that's you know kind of where I wrap up with that right in front of yeah. me. I get here. Still super tired. We go and we set up growth track, and Brie is like, Oh my gosh, yes, we're done a little early setting up growth track. We can go get coffee before we go to work, first worship. <laughs> and I never drink coffee here because I always have like five cups already. And I'm thinking, and so normally I would come in from growth track and walk in this side and worship on this side. So today I'm like, Oh my gosh, thank you, Lord, coffee. So we grow to the refresh bar. And I'm filling up my coffee, and right as I fill it up, I turn around, and directly in front of me, directly in front of me, is a student who takes my classes. I'm a fitness instructor. And so I'm like, oh, I know this person. Yeah. And so I walk up to her, I'm like, hey, what are you doing here? And she's like, <laughs> she's like, well, it's my first time, and I'm here because of your Instagram. You she's like, one time you posted that you go to Shoreline, and I'm like, wait, you're you're here because of me? And she's like, yes, I'm here because of you. And I'm like, that's awesome. what? Okay. And so I'm like, do you want coffee? And she's like, <laughs> "She's like, yes. Yeah. So we go, we're right by the refresh right? We get coffee. Right as we're, I'm like, okay, I'm about to go serve at Growth Track. I, she can't sit alone. So I'm like, okay, I'm about to worship. I want to worship next to you, but I'm going to make sure you find someone oh, to sit with. Yes. So we're walking in. Pastor Onika happens to be walking by. So I'm like, Pastor Onika. This is my yeah. friend. So then she gets to meet Pastor Onika, and then we walk in, and Brandy is walking around. So I grab Brandy. I'm like, introducing them. I'm like, Brandy, where are you sitting? And she's like, reserved. I'm like, oh no, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know. So we, so Brandy finds uh, Chantel and Whitney to sit next to her. So we worship together. She sits next to Chantel, and, um, and then I had to leave to go serve at Growth Track, and I sent her a message because after that point. Like, she, that, this girl was literally, like, coffee for me. Like, I didn't know, but I needed, she was my coffee. And I messaged her, and I said, you being here this morning made my entire day, my whole week, my heart was lifted up when I saw your face. And she said, thank you for being so open and welcoming this morning. This morning was exactly what I needed. I felt like God was calling me to go to church for the past few weeks, and today's message made me feel like God truly called me to go to that exact service. I can't wait to continue to grow my faith there. And I already feel at home at Shoreline. Wow. And then it <laughs> <Elena> gets better. <laughs> so then I'm about to leave for the day. And Chantel is like, hey, your friend. Can I tell you what happened? And I was like, well, yes. Oh, I thought it already happened. <laughs> and she was like, um, a girl that she had told a story about a few months ago from Notre Dame started coming here. And that girl actually knows Colleen, this girl. So they already, like, exactly who they got planted next to was perfect. They had a mutual friend. And then, and then Chantel's like, and she gave her life to Christ. So it was just like the best best story.
0: So encouraging. Wow, wow, wow. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, Let's go to uh, Matthew, I think. Uh, Matthew, chapter 6. We're going to read verse 19 and 20, 21, 22, (laughs) and 23. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moths and vermin destroy. What a great word that is, vermin. And where thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moths and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For your treasure is there. Your heart will be also. The eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are unhealthy, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness. Yeah. Uh, you guys have been kind to uh, to pray for us uh, as we've kind of had the chance to go and serve uh, some different places um, and some different churches and, and conferences and places. So thank you so, so much for your prayers. It really, really means the world. I feel like We've had an army with us the entire time. and uh, But we went over to uh, to London last week, and uh, we got to bring Grayson uh, with us, our our 8-year-old. And it was so fun seeing him smiling ear to ear. I think Lexi mentioned that, you know, seeing his face. He's just beaming. He is so thrilled to be over in London, to be a part of this fantastic conference. So we, so we take him. It was actually something we were able to do 10 years ago with Parker. Uh, he went uh, to to the same... Uh, conference ten years ago, but but Grayson goes and jet lag totally kicks his butt. Uh, but but uh, Ben and Casey uh, came with us as well. Uh, ben and Casey Stokes, so uh, they came. We like to bring other people with us on on trips, get to expose folks to what's going on and other. Uh, churches and ministries and uh, around around the world and uh, so Ben and Casey came uh, but they were also definitely helping us with and because whenever you're going to speak uh, you just, your your brain is just you know you just you're just going and you're going from thing to thing to thing to thing to thing and uh, everyone who's like oh, I want to travel it's just because they don't ever travel uh, so uh, it's it it, it requires uh, a certain amount of energy. Uh, So they were so kind uh, to to help us uh, with with Grayson, and I got this text, uh, Onik and I got this text from Casey, and she was like, hey, uh, Grayson's doing well, Uh, we just brought him back to uh, the room, and um, I just want to say thank you so much for allowing us to be here to help out with Grayson. And I read that, and I thought, (coughs) interesting eyes. It's interesting how she is looking at this wow. yeah. because I think someone else could look at it and go, man, I wanted to be in the room, at the conference. But I have to. I got to watch your kid so that you can be there. I don't even know what's up with them anyway. Why do they? Why do I have to do that? Why am I the one that needs to be here? It's not my kid. You see where you can kind of go? Same situation. But one person can look at it as if it's a burden. And the other person can look at it as if it's a blessing. If your eyes are good, your whole body will be full of light. So I'm asking what goggles... Come on now. (laughs) Visual aid today. Visual aid. What goggles are you wearing (laughs) when you are looking at certain situations? When you have an opportunity to serve, what goggles are you wearing? Because everybody has eyes and are looking at, at certain scenarios, situations, opportunities. And it's fascinating to me how one person can look at one thing and see blessing and see oh my goodness I get to and somebody else can look at the same exact thing and see frustration and anger and like I'm being used and I'm being misused and it's the same thing but it's not the thing that's the problem it's the goggles that are the problem In this passage of scripture, Jesus says, if your eyes are good, your whole body is full of light. If if your eyes are healthy, your eyes are healthy. Do you know, uh, some of you might have this little note in your Bible. It it, kind of, that word signifies generous. If your eyes are generous, your whole body is full of light. But if your eyes are unhealthy, you know what that word means? Stingy. Your whole body's full of darkness. It is fascinating. That a generous posture, a generous eyes can take the worst situation and you're able to pull life and strength and joy out of even the worst situation that you are in. You, generous eyes can take the worst job and can somehow look at this thing and say, God, you blessed me with this thing. It can take the worst situation and say, God, I am thankful for what you have given me. But when you take the wrong goggles, and you put them on someone's eyes, even the biggest blessings can become burdens. Even the biggest blessings are never enough. Even the big, you can have a fantastic wife and think she's the worst wife on the planet, not because she's bad, but because your eyes are bad. You can have some great kids, and you can think they're the worst kids. I've thought that. (laughs) But it's not my kids, it's my eyes. It's the way that I'm looking at a particular situation. And I want to encourage us. I want to encourage us to deal with our own goggles, to ask ourselves, what are we putting over our eyes? What is it that's our filter? What is it that we are looking through and and is giving us our interpretation of the situations that we are in? Yes, junk happens. Yes, stuff hits the fan. Yes, all types of things can be incredibly difficult. But it's fascinating to me how two people can be looking at the same thing and see two entirely different things. And I just want to say, we are people that see with eyes of hope. We are the type of people that look at difficult scenarios and we still say God has this possibility here, this opportunity here. We are the type of people that can see something might be bad, but we can see that God is greater and God is bigger and God is stronger than that thing. We're the type of people like Catherine was talking about earlier that we come tired and we still get our eyes off of ourselves and we put our eyes back on Jesus and the people that he's called us to serve. I absolutely love that we have the spirit and the culture and the heart that we have in this church, but my friends, it does not happen on accident. It doesn't happen because we just feel our way to this. You choose your way to this. You decide your way to this. And if you want to have a great marriage, you need to decide to have. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, that's right. With the grace God provides, okay? It's not like your own strength and power, but it's the grace God provides to say, God, give me your eyes. Give me the right filter. Help me to see this thing the way you want me to see it. How many see this serving opportunity? Oh, I thought I was gonna be the team lead. I'm not the team lead. This other person put the team lead. I was here before them. How did they become the team lead? And I'm not the team lead. I thought I would be the team lead. I know more than them. Oh, you transitioned from one team to another team. Oh, what's their deal? Oh, oh, now it's about numbers. Oh, now it's about this. Oh, no, no, no. Check, your check your goggles, check your goggles, check your goggles, check your goggles. It's really, really easy to begin to put the, the blame on others to say everybody else is different and everybody else has changed. But why in the world are you the only one that's looking at it like that? Maybe, maybe, maybe he's getting a little stingy. Maybe getting stingy with your gifts. getting stingy with your time. Maybe you started thinking your time was your time and your gifts were your gifts. (laughs) Maybe that's what you started thinking. Maybe you started thinking all all the blessings God gave you were for you. They weren't for you. They, they, you. Yeah, you get to touch it, but it's really to get it through you. Yeah. So, so it can happen to the best. It happens to me, okay? And when I guess I have to take some time out in the mornings, get back on my knees, <laughs> be reminded sometimes I got to go through a little cold or a sickness to go, Oh, wait, oh, I better be thankful for that health that I just had. Lord, you know when you got one nostril, that stuff can't stand one nostril. I'm almost done here, I'm almost done. That one stuffed nostril is the worst thing in the world, and you're like, oh my goodness, oh my, it's not the worst thing in the world, but it's so aggravating, and you're sitting there, you're like, God, next time I got two two nostrils, <laughs> I promise you, I'm gonna be so thankful. I'm gonna be so thankful for the two nostrils that I can breathe out of. Sometimes some things being taken away helps you appreciate But let us be a people that don't have to have the blessings of God removed for us to appreciate the blessings that he's given us. Let us be a people that's like, Lord, everything I have in my life that's good is because of you. It's all your grace. So I want to have a generous heart, generous eyes. So every opportunity I see, I see with your hand on it. I'm looking for your fingerprint. I'm looking for how you're working. I'm looking for how you want to work in me, through me. I'm looking for how you want to change me or change a situation, but I'm not looking at it with stingy eyes making it about me I'm making my whole life about you and your glory I love you guys so so much I'm excited to be on this journey can't wait for the future love you guys.